Hi, Brad. Hey, sorry, I was, uh, no problem. TCB here at home and, uh, and at the Dollar General today. Mm -hmm. No problem. Yeah, I can... sometimes I gotta do things like, mm -hmm. and my brothers bug me and then I can't relax. Got it. Yeah, I've been, I thought a lot of people just, you know, want to do this. So, uh, and plus he did say he would do it. So it just disappointed me that he, my cousin doesn't want to do the podcast. Mm -hmm. I believe he will, he will change his mind. Yeah. Kind of, uh, ruins the whole, uh, Talk, even though I know we could still do it, just wanted more than one person. Yeah, and you have other other friends that likes the soprano, right? Oh, sorry. What'd you say? You have other friends that like the soprano. Oh yeah, I I got a lot of friends that could be on here and do this. Mm -hmm. I could go to another room if you want. Oh, she just maybe wanted to do something. But, uh, yeah, I got a lot of friends for sport. But, yeah, in terms of sopranos, people that I know that are, you know, obsessed with it, it's their favorite show ever. I only know, mm -hmm. you know, a few people, you know, really. So, yeah, I understand. Admits kind of conversations. It'd be the exact same way we talk on the phone. Just like me and you, except it's being recorded, you know. And then I even volunteered to, uh, you know, like, how about I, I don't publish it now, we do it. Yeah. I mean, it'd be like literally just conversation with us three because yeah. no one hears this. It's not live like YouTube or something. Exactly. Or you don't have to publish it if you don't want to. Yeah, I could. You've seen it, but you're like, I didn't see the podcast. I go, I haven't published it yet. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, uh, it's, does, nobody hears it unless I. You know, exactly. I can publish, I could edit it, add the music, and then I got to title it. It won't even let me publish it without a title. Or, no, it's main, it'll say like recording with Alexandro Tony, you know, and then, it, but then it'll make me put what it's about before I get published. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't just, doesn't go right to the internet, so. I mean, mm -hmm. I would understand this visual and stuff, you know, you don't want everyone to see yeah. you. Of course. I said just think of it as a phone conversation except it's being recorded and so yeah, I was disappointed and then I understand with Lee, he's super busy, but it's it's gonna be a great talk. Uh, uh, what what did he say? Say just no or he explained like, why? Well his wife's an attorney right now. I said you look I just for the moment said uh I didn't even know how I would feel, you know. So I was supposed to only do two stories today but ended up making you know, doing some driving and but anyways uh i just was like hey would you since he were texting back but he's always been like that like text back and forth but he's still he's multitasking but uh yeah i said uh since we're talking football and stuff and he's got you know those panels <laughs> we already talked about five times so we can't talk enough about his raiders tickets for week one <laughs> well it's the opening of the yeah. stadium you know but uh, yeah, his what were they thirteen hundred or twelve hundred? Either way, it's a thousand too much. But uh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. But remember, he's like seat three or something, or <laughs> like row three. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. uh, 
So we're talking that, and I was thinking, hey, you want to do the podcast now or in a couple hours? And then, so that's just spur of the moment. But uh, mm-hmm. I said, you need a good time. And I said, how about, if it's not tonight, how about Thursday night or weekend, like Sunday? I go, I'm mm-hmm. free anytime after 1230, because after church, I'm free all day. So, so Sunday would be good. And then we got to talk, because Pat McAfee got that big fan duel, you know, thing. And then he yeah. tweeted out, you know, about Illinois. And I was like, nice, you know, because I've, that's part of the reason I voted for my governor was for it. But then, you know, Trump did uh, legalize, I told you, uh, sports betting nationwide. Yeah. It's just yeah. the state governor, the governor, may, you know, some states may deny it, some may approve it, you know. But yeah. so I've just been waiting to get mine, get it approved, you know, especially doing it right, you know, like nearby in my phone or. And my phone not being like a, you know, a site in a Europe or, you know, that's that intertops.eu is one of my favorite ones that I bet on. And then, or, you know, having one that's local, you know, and could actually go pick up my winnings in person if I wanted or something, you know. But uh, so he's, I said to him, I said, uh, I'll get to the point. I took a vitamin a while ago, but uh, I said, uh, I said, yeah, I don't have FanDuel account. I always do DraftKings for the fancy, you know, for the daily sports fantasy, mm-hmm. you know. And then I've never sports bet on DraftKings or FanDuel. I've only just used the, seen the sports book sites. And then I said, I'll let you refer me if you want to get the bonus. You got to do the podcast. I mean, <laughs> I said, you know, <laughs> so. Uh, but uh, anyways. So, uh yeah, music's a pretty good one. I could uh, yeah. go deep with that. You're the mm-hmm. one. Who, I don't know how it came up, but that really, uh, I think, uh, shocked you about the Justin Timberlake in sync. Yeah, yeah, you did. But it's nice that you are so open-minded, because many people, even if 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 they did like their music, they wouldn't admit to that. And it's really nice that you are so open-minded. It's great. Yeah, I didn't jump in like every boy band. I uh, just like them a lot, you know. I mean, I like uh, mm-hmm. a few songs by some of the others. I mean, you know, but like, I wouldn't say I was into all boy bands or anything. I just no, no, no. I saw his. I've you know I've told you I when The Rock in '97 would walk to the ring and get booed and everyone hated him. I said mm-hmm. I said wow, he's got a presence and. His mic skills back then, he could still talk great, you know. And uh, and I told my cousin, four years younger, so I'm like 18, he's 14. I said, I like The Rock. He goes, oh, you can't like him. He's a bad guy. And I was like, whatever. But uh, that became a trend. I always liked the bad guys in wrestling. But uh, well, it was the bad, it was the bad guy in I mean, wrestling. Yeah, yeah, for years. And then the whole crowd booed when he walked out. And I go, I love him. Rocky and, was uh, the the better guy, what what did he do? Well, in wrestling, you know, just the heels, they, you know, they diss the crowd, they okay. cheat in matches, you know, or they just make you, you know, their job is to make you boo them. Okay. So he's doing his job well. They're booing him like crazy, but I'm loving it. So, but the point being is uh, I uh, 
I knew uh, he could do a lot more. And I, I didn't know he could be the biggest celebrity in the world. But uh, mm-hmm. so I was so with, I saw Justin Timberlake is, you know, big talent and everything. And then now, look, mm-hmm. you know, he, he won like, what, six Grammys or something. For yeah, something like that. I mean, yeah, I could, if someone's like, do you think he'd be like this? I go, yeah, I thought that in 1997, you know, when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I go, yeah. So I don't know. I got, I'm a good guesser and, or no, I'm not a good guesser. I'm a great guesser. And uh, mm-hmm. I just could, I could spot talent. I don't know. I could see mm-hmm. it. I could listen to some music. Like I listened to Lady Gaga, you know, like 10 years ago, my wife's playing. I go, mm-hmm. I go, I don't really like this music. You know, I like that one song there. I go, but either way, she's got a lot of talent and uh, she's uh-huh. going to be successful, you know. This what, was like two, what, 2007, what you, you know. What did you mean uh, she had a lot of talent? What did you a see? Lot of, a lot of talent. Uh, just her voice and it wasn't uh-huh. even using, it sounded like it had more range than uh, she yeah. was projecting. Yeah, it's kind of weird because, you know, I don't really play instruments, but I said to uh, Tim Dial, you know, the drummer, I just talking a little music, you know, and I said, it was talking about someone's like pitch range, like them, like, uh, you know, you know, just their voice or I talked yeah. about the bridge in a song and he's like, he said, you kind of know a lot about music for not being ever playing in a band or anything. But then he also gave me the compliment, too, that I was the only people he could talk uh, defense or he could talk like uh, the coverages, the plays while at the game, you know. Even though the TV makes it hard to see him because you only see usually the top two corners and the you can't see what the safeties are doing, you know. Yeah. So it's and that's diagnosis. It was remember I told you one safety in the center field is is a cover one or cover three or man or man. And then if two safeties you know it's cover four or uh you know or it's cover two defense, or it's cover, or cover two. two yeah yeah and then if it's cover six is if one's playing manned up on the guy and the other guy's 10 yards off on the other side yeah so but uh he said he could you know one of the first to do that was so we when he was my neighbor we had some good times watching uh watching football eating a lot of pizza like at least yeah. a couple of week and we would demolish a large and like 10 minutes both of us wow no i mean one pizza for both of us like so it huh yeah we just be killing pizza do you see why i shared that about quattro's that's sad at least they're uh they had uh employee test positive so they shut down for 15 days and uh and if they have any more employees test positive they'll shut down for 30 days so that's Well, I mean, that's a lot. I can see a lot of businesses aren't doing that, right? Yeah. So I respect that. It doesn't make me think any different. Even I think that's very good because I don't know. I've heard the owners a little, you know, greedy or a little not the best, but it doesn't matter. I already told you about that. It's the same way I feel about the internet company. <laughs> They could yeah. flip me off every day for all I care. It's the fastest <laughs> internet. You know, yeah. the, as long as yeah. they don't spit on the pizza and he doesn't, you know, cuss me and my family out too much, I'm still gonna, you know. <laughs> he, he, he cusses clients out. No, I don't. I've never even talked to him. But I'm saying, like, yeah. if I'm being, I would let Mediacom, the internet company, 
call me oh, and cuss me out and I would still say thank you for your fast <laughs> see you tomorrow when you cuss me out again you know me I always take things a mile away like when I said I live in the auction house you're like huh I go yeah I got a bed there two blankets too <laughs> and it means I'm in there like five hours a day and I'm playing like once a month the actual game <laughs> and then uh, but uh, yeah Quattro is just you know I mean I walked in the door and he slapped me across the face that big all right, well, you still got that Philly cheesesteak pizza. <laughs> like, it's that good. The internet's that good. The pizza's that good. So, no, I'm not going to be deterred by one person. But they're going – it's going crazy here, man. Bad. Like, friends of mine are getting it. Like, uh, uh, Target, where I'm at the most, it – uh. They've got 15 in quarantine, 14, 15. Yeah, but it seems it seems that people get sick, but it's not so serious as it, as it used to be. So it seems. So it, I think it, the situation is getting better. Take, for example, uh, Ezekiel. Yeah. He got sick and no, not, nobody said, oh, he's really serious. Maybe I'm- he's going to have a... Is going to you know what? I don't I don't even want to say that. So it doesn't seem a very serious thing. Luckily, it seems that people get sick, but uh, thank God they they pull through. Yeah, I talked to the BFF Kevin, the respiratory therapist mm-hmm. and entrepreneur and llama mm-hmm. and business and thing. But uh, I. Uh, said this like months ago i said so why is it you know a 20 year old gets it and, and what's the difference between the people getting it? he said it's immune system you know everyone's or yeah it doesn't matter how you look how old you are he said just some's weaker than others you know and yeah uh, and uh, as joe rogan says if you eat well if you work out yeah more probably that the virus won't be a problem for you but if you if you're really obese and you don't do, you don't mm-hmm. work out, of course you're gonna risk to yeah it it will be more risky the situation. Yeah, well, he also had that doctor on that said about the vitamin D, and uh, I already like calcium and vitamin D, uh, which you have to mix together. Like you can't just take mm-hmm. one or the other. Like. Mm-hmm. Like them together is what makes a great combination. And a lot of my books, my self-help books, or just reading, mm-hmm. it helps with anxiety, calcium, and vitamin D. So I always try to get a lot of that. And it's one of those that's harder to get too, you know? Like, uh, I don't know, like the yogurts have like a lot, having like uh, like uh, 25%. Uh, uh, which one is it higher usually? I think it's usually... Uh, calcium isn't it 25% calcium 15% vitamin D you know yeah. but it's got to be the two combined it can't be one or the other that's bugging yeah. me you know it's uh, on a, what is it it's on the Greek isn't it I got a lot of yoga I got that no carb I know we're getting off track here no yeah, oh, but uh, anyways that helps build your immune system so you don't like to get it, you know? Yeah. Strong yeah. Means, and I'm so I got a calcium vitamin D supplement too to go along mm-hmm. with the multivitamin. 
Yeah. No, it's just bugging me, which is one or the other. And I, when things bug me, I get anxiety. Uh, it's, uh, mm-hmm. God, this one's just 15% calcium and no. Where did I have that? Oh, it's those core drinks I've been drinking. Uh, those protein drinks that taste like a milkshake. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, take like, taste like a McDonald's one out of the machine, you know, like, uh, milky, just barely kind of thick, you know, like, but Ooh. no, but a good taste, you know, it's like, it's like I told my wife, they must have thought, there's a million protein drinks at the market. How about we just make one that tastes awesome? <laughs> so, I mean, what else is there? I mean, they are decent calorie. They're only, uh, uh, I got a four pack of eight ounce for 130 calories, 24 grams of protein. That's a lot of protein in eight ounces of a drink. And uh, five grams of sugar, five carbs. And then like two grams of fat. So they're yeah, pretty good. And then the big ones are 170 calories, 26 grams of protein. And they're like 350 at the gas station in the cold section for one of those. So, but there's something I grab if, uh, yeah, like I haven't had my protein drink or I just don't feel like mixing mine up or something mm-hmm. or I'm going to go. But uh, anyways, that's something I heard. But here's the thing, though, like I've, told you before probably yeah I'm, I'm not worried at all about me getting it other than having to potentially go to the hospital and i have no insurance but uh mm-hmm. most likely i would shrug it off in a few days or a week mm-hmm. or something yeah. but here's the problem is i can't risk bringing home to my wife you know who's high risk with the type 1 yeah. diabetes and ah, uh, you're right yeah you're so right. that's the problem and then i get and then a lot of these stores I've been doing, they're not, they're smaller stores and they're crowded and they don't make their employees wear masks, which I, I don't know. I, I'm, you know, I don't have an opinion on the mask. Like I can understand if you want to not wear it. I have, I can understand. I could take both sides, you know? I mean, yeah. the best thing is just stay away from people, you know, in general, you know, rather the, than the mask. But The experts say that you, everybody should be wearing a mask. Yeah, but a while back they said that you don't have to, and they said that touch and getting off service is almost impossible. So that's what really relaxed me was can't get it from touching doorknobs and yeah, stuff that I've thought is gross since I was like five or something. Like I've, <laughs> I've always thought just things that people are constantly touching is gross. Yeah, I'm re- I'm one of those people that's real grossed out. By the way, yeah, like, you know, I like. I can't watch TV if they're like doing breast implants or they're, you know what I'm saying? No, like, I'm, really, I'm really squeamish too. I, I could faint watching those things. And corn, you know, like the smell of corn, it makes me like about throw up, which I can't throw up. I have that weird quality too. Like if I throw up, you're like, wow, something's crazy going on with him. <laughs> because I'm the type that'll like uh, dry heave, act like I'm going to throw up and wish I could throw up because I'll feel way better. But but if you I, stick your if you stick two fingers in your throat, you're you're going to. I think to... I gag. Yeah, I've tried. I gag a little. Uh, the last oh, time yeah. I about threw up, the last time I did throw up was food poisoning in like 2007 or something. Uh-huh. But uh, what what did you eat to get uh, food poisoning? Oh, I've had food poisoning like four times, and twice I've had to go to the emergency room. One time I I was kept there for three days. They checked me. in. Because when you have food poisoning, you throw up like 
constantly what's constantly the other end and then you have to go to puke and then yeah do something else in the back too it's like it's the worst sickness you could get besides cancer or shot yeah. by shot by gun like i'd rather have the flu five times in a three-month <laughs> period than have food poisoning once it's when you, when they when they held you when they held you in the hospital for three days oh, hey hey but what i was saying about the uh throwing up is you get dehydrated so i was super yeah. dehydrated like i tried to oh, stand cool. up to leave and i about and i fell over because i've been throwing up so much so they had get ivs in me you know and all that yeah but when you when they held you in the hospital for three days it's like two remember, days it's like two and a half did, yeah did you remember what uh, set up That, uh, oh yeah, you know, you know every single time you have food poisoning. Why? Because after you eat it or drink it or whatever, like two or three hours later, you feel extremely sick. Like I think the last time was I got a uh, cheese added in my chicken sandwich at McDonald's, and the cheese must have been bad. God. And then another time I got it from Wendy's. I guess an undercooked burger. Another time, I uh, had a rotisserie chicken, and uh -huh. sometimes those could be bloody in the middle or something. And then another time, I gave the very first time, the one that's the one where I was in the hospital, was I gave it to myself. I, uh, well, me, and Kevin Green, my best friend, and Greg Zalos, yeah. one of my other friends, he's a Washington team named Fanny's from Maryland, right near there, suburb. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, we grilled, we bought some chicken legs because they're really low priced. And then, uh, uh, you know, like, uh, I guess grease dripped on the charcoal grill, you know, just kind of put it yeah. out, you know, but yeah. then we still put them in the oven for like 10 minutes on like about 375 or something, you know? So we made sure, try to make sure they were done, you know? Yeah. And they didn't get sick, but I did. But that was the last thing I ate, you know? So uh, maybe I got but, one that was undercooked, you know? Yeah. But every time you get food poison, poisoning, you you went to the hospital? No, only that one time. Uh, yeah. Because uh, that one time I could not stop throwing up and going yeah. to the bathroom. And I just felt... Plus, you know, I'm only uh, like 21 years old. I, I, I've just never felt that ill before. So it probably yeah. startled me. And the other times I probably thought, I'll just try to get through this. But I don't think, I think that first one was the worst because you get mild symptoms. But it's, but I mean, I haven't had it in 11 years. I mean, I don't yeah. get sick that often. But I, uh, yeah, it's brutal. It's so bad. You never had food poisoning? No. Thank God I did. Yeah, knock on wood. It's usually, you know, undercooked meat or like mm. some something that expired, like some, yeah, you know, like bad cheese maybe or, you know, just spoiled milk, you know, just, just, I don't know. But yeah, yeah. It's, brutal. it's way worse than any, you know, just regular. Yeah. I mean, it's brutal. You don't have to go to the hospital, but if you you probably end up doing it or just to get an IV or something from all the yeah. throwing up. But uh, there's different, you know, there's 
that was a major one. And then I probably had a couple of mild ones, you know, where like, uh, just a couple of days of, uh, or a day and a half even of, uh, relaxing, you know, and, and, uh, drinking water, you know, pretty much anything illness that comes over you, even, uh, having a edible, uh, freak out just water and laying down is like the best recipe yeah. the best prescription you know god i mean you can't beat water and laying down to rest you know i mean <laughs> yeah i guess so because water is going to flush toxins out mm-hmm. and then keeps you filled up in case yeah. you're hungry but you feel sick and then yeah. you know resting is good so, music mm-hmm. if we want to get back on that <laughs> music mu- the the topic is uh, music with a little COVID-19 uh, sprinkled in <laughs> <laughs> because they go very well together music yeah, is very connected oh yeah it's it's COVID-19 has <laughs> been the best thing to happen in music this year I've seen uh, <laughs> zero concerts this year yeah, I really saw <laughs> Really yeah, about- I see about oh a dozen a year. If you count yeah. Bill Street, I see about fifteen, fifteen in two days. <laughs> well, I mean, fifteen, fifteen different artists. Oh, nice! I mean, there's sixty, seventy artists there over a three-day period. They've yeah. got four stages, and a musician plays every hour and a half. Mm-hmm. on each stage yeah yeah so you could have you know you run in predicaments with like dave matthews bands playing here shine downs playing here and yeah. ludicrous is rapping over here you and don't then, know who listen to well yeah and you hate to split up too because it's uh 30 something thousand people bill street music festival what i'm talking about mm-hmm. if the one poor bastard's listening but uh He's got a shirt. He's, we should get a shirt. You know, the quantity's one. Because it's just for one guy. And it says uh-huh. that we got one listener. On the back says, poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we are too negative. Maybe we have many listeners. We have yeah, someone's, someone's listening. Like, they should switch this from sports to, like, the depression or something <laughs> category. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe somebody enjoys listening to us talking. All right. I'd like to, I'm going to check out uh, maybe someone else's podcast. Maybe check out, not saying I'm going to listen to the whole thing, but like maybe like 15 minutes or something. Maybe one of those mental health ones. I suppose it showed the categories when you hit discover. Uh-huh. Well, we're to listen to another sports one, see how they do their intro music. Well, I know they can't turn the volume up, but we'll see what I don't know. See what they do. Yeah. See if they add music, what they do to it. But oh, I got did get an email with the anchor charts. I haven't clicked on it because I just so I get too many emails. I'm just so uh-huh. sick of with my job and most you know everything. But uh, I don't know. I was curious to what the top non-celebrity guy is on the anchor, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm sure there's somebody that we don't even know but who he is, and he gets like, I don't know, maybe uh, is being generous. Maybe gets fifty thousand plays on every podcast he does. Wow. But he's not. But he's not a celebrity. Like you don't yeah. know who the heck he is. That yeah. would be impressive. Yeah, it would. It would be. That would be. Uh, he would be making good money with. Oh yeah, he'd be making like part-time job, definitely. You know, yeah. decent, paying some yeah. bills, kind of money. It would be. It would be cool if you could see a counter with uh, how many people uh, listen to that podcast or the other one. Yeah. I'd go back. I about did right now, which you know would cut us off. But uh, uh, I wonder how that'll. They would rank those. Would they rank them by that stupid uh, favorite, or would they that goes away every time you close your browser, or would they rank it by plays per podcast? That seems more accurate. Because the the podcasts are actually ranked, ranked. Yeah, that's what it's. It's anchor charts. I haven't. I got it like a week ago. I haven't opened it yet. <laughs> I've just. I really do get that many emails. My Oracle email me redundant information like every yeah. day, like multiple ones about. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, I should probably read this one. And then I read it, and it's exactly the same stuff I read <laughs> like three months ago. And yeah. it, and it applies to like the big targets that in the cities. And mine is called a. It's in a little mall. It's like, a, you know, it just don't apply to me the information, but. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a waste of my time, and but occasionally I think, oh, I read one of these in a month. Maybe I should read this one. <laughs> but yeah, I got and I get a lot of fantasy emails because I'm signed up on a lot of those sites, you know. And you know, it's it's funny that those there. It's like uh, like nine players to avoid. Then a month later, it says don't draft these nine players. And I go, I'm saving these because I want to see if it's the same nine players every time. Nine players hardest to rank. I'm like, this should be, if this is not the same, then, or if it is the same, why am I getting it three different subjects, you know? But, uh, why why uh, you shouldn't play with those players? It's just going to, these people, that's all they do for a living, you know, is fancy football. So they're just going to be like uh, players that are probably worth taking in round five, but during, but you do the practice mock drafts where you could practice uh, against like real people or the computer. You know, I had an I use an app sometimes for practice against computer, but it's not accurate. But uh, they'll see that a player that's only really good enough to be taken in the fifth round is being taken in the third, so that becomes his ADP, his average draft pick. So they so they say you should avoid him because it's too early to take him. Yeah. Stuff like that. I've been doing the fantasy thing for 22 years now. For money, about, oh, about maybe 2005, 2004. So, but I did it for about four or five years with, uh, I don't know, at least five years for just the fun of because it was so new, you know. Yeah. I'm talking like 2001, two, three, you know. Yeah. But yeah, now it's taken over, you know. Money um, make it more fun. Oh yeah, I mean, 
comfortable doing it. And then just, I was going to say, I almost can't watch a game if I don't have some action in it. You know what? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do. I think, I like, say, uh, let's think of some two guard. Okay, say the Washington team to be determined name is facing yeah. uh, the Jags on yeah. Thursday Night Football. I'm like, ah. Eh. That doesn't sound very good. I don't know if I'll even watch it. And then I, but then, but say, but say DraftKings emails me. Uh, you have a three, free, three dollar entry for tonight's game or something. Or say I have a fantasy team that has a player from each of those teams. Oh, I'm all in. I can't wait till this game comes on. Because I got something to root for. I got. I won't. I won't say. I got the wide receiver on both teams. I'm rooting for. Yeah, you know, some passes. You know, some bombs, the, so. the only game that I don't care about are when a, a, a super good team plays with a terrible team. Then, like uh, sometimes the Monday night is so. I don't understand why they don't change that. What if the Monday night is uh, or Tuesday night is uh, a ten and, and a zero team against uh, a three and 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 nine team. Why don't you change that? Well, all right. Well, I got answers for that. Um, well, the NFL schedule is made like two years in advance. They just happen to make the big deal of it. It's the only sport, too, that gets its own TV show for a schedule release, too. Uh, that's no, at the end of the I understand that. Okay. Oh, I know. I got the answers. Monday yeah, Night Football is ESPN, and we both know ESPN is garbage. And then, yeah, uh, but Sunday Night Football will flex. They'll be like, it'll be like the Jags and Browns are playing, but they both stink. And then they're like, oh crap, it's the Ravens and Chiefs, and the winner of this gets it gets the one seed, and the loser gets the two seed. Well, that game's out. It's getting played at noon now, and this game's going up there. Uh, why they can't do the same with, uh, with Monday, Monday Night? Okay, that's NBC versus ESPN. That's what yeah, I told you. ESPN stinks too. Because SP, if ESPN says give us another game, they say no. We don't. We, I don't keep know. They uh, do what they want. You can, if you know yeah. that, nobody. Everyone that used to work there works for Fox Sports. Yeah, it's there. All the best, all the good ones too. except for like. Uh, Nick Wright, he never worked over there, did he? He's, ter- he's, re- he's terrible. Oh, yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but, uh, yeah, yeah but no. It's a that I can't stand it. And I put a like on it. <laughs> sorry, I didn't understand. I said one of my friends, but I can't stand him. And I put a like on it. I was like, yeah, me either. Yeah, because it's a standalone game, and it doesn't matter if it's on SPN or another network. It should Monday, be an important yeah, game. You don't, don't want to see a game that uh, six minutes in is already over. It's a huge blowout. It's terrible. It's a terrible look. Yeah, because we would be talking back and forth, and I would still be in the auction house on Madden or effing around with that and you'd be like they've already had a return kick for a touchdown you know and I just missed seven points you know 
because yeah. I'm I'm not getting into the game. I think it was a lot of the Monday games. But yeah, that Monday nights turned into the old Thursday night. Because yeah, back right. back okay. in 2013, when I lived at the lake, oh, it, a ton of stuff to do, and everybody wanted to then live on lakefront property. But uh, anyways, I would look forward to you know drinking a little extra Thursday night football. And the, but the games would be like the games we see on the day. It would be Jags versus Raiders. I don't hear you very well. Bing. Oh, I got a my, my uh, speakers on the bottom of the phone. Maybe I put the phone down into the couch. Does that sound better now? Now I hear you very well, yeah. Yeah, that's where, probably where my microphone or something is too. I know the speaker is. But anyways, Thursday night used to have the worst games, but now they got better. They started making them more competitive. And uh, so now Monday night is the weak link in terms of primetime. It is. It is. Especially I, with that god-awful announcing. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable that they can't find a good, a good commentary, a good person to, to comment. Because they, the, should have, they should have put Pat in there, like he's been petitioning for a year now. Yeah, I remember you told me that. Yeah, he said he said, you know what would be good? He goes, me and Randy Moss. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, because yeah, Randy Moss actually has a lot of personality, and he yeah. he's kind of like Barkley, speaks his mind on everything. Because and usually, he, usually. One has to be the serious guy, the and the other one is the, the loose one. So they are yeah. both like the loose one. They need like uh, like Tirico and uh, which is the more serious and uh, uh, Gruden, which is like uh, the color commentator. I think it's called. Yeah, called like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have your play-by-play guy that just is the, you know, pretty much monotone or he's just a base, you know, he's not doing anything extra. He's just calling the game, you know. And then you have uh, the guy that's just talks to the average person and uh, maybe has a little more passion, excitement, and just basically saying what's in front of him and in like a nutshell. And then the play-by-play is going real kind of meticulous and detailed, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like the color guy is not just going to be, like, you know, uh, the monotone stats, you know. And so he's just going to say, all right, it's third and eight. Yeah, so. They've got, they'll probably do this play or that, you know. Yeah. So he's, yeah, that. So they say that Nance helps Rome a lot because he keeps him roped in where he doesn't go totally off tangent, you know, because he starts yeah. getting on. He's the- overly passionate, but it's it's likable, though. His his first season was amazing because he didn't contain, he didn't contain himself. Now he contains himself. You know that he doesn't have to speak. But when he didn't contain, he, you can really feel the passion, the the love for the game. Now you can feel it too. But in in the beginning, since he was so raw and he really didn't keep, didn't care about talking over Nance, it was yeah. really uh, yeah. Yeah, he can't keep predicting the whole thing, but Nance is trying to call it yeah. the present right in front of him, you know. He and he's doing the future, you know. Yeah, so. Ted's, I remember Ted should be around on the left. 
and it was around the left, and then other place yeah. to the guest. Oh, I like him. I'm not gonna. Like and you him. know, I hate cowboys, but I was like, you know, I just like, yeah, I like someone who's like, like it's a uh, cover two here, Jim. Looks like yeah. they'll go up the seam to the tight end. That's what I would do. And I'm like, hell yeah, that's exactly what I want to hear. But I like when Mayock would do that too, though, because Mayock knows more football than me and Romo. He's forgotten more football than me and Romo. Know. But that shows you how much Romo really, because he said on his little uh, football life, he said, uh, which I didn't think was real, by the way. I think I told you, I go, is this a joke, a parody one? Like, and then, uh, no, it was real. But, uh, which, you know, he went to college in Eastern Illinois, too. Not too far from me. But, uh, anyways, he said he's always the type that could see the play. Like, see the wide open guy everything. It's just executing the play, you know, without throwing an interception or getting it there. He said yeah. he could always – or he would see the guy – for the seven-yard pass, wide open, and know he could get it there, but he took the forty-yard shot down the field. You know, but, but he so that is why he could do that on TV with those plays, because like he he said in his football thing, he's always had that skill of yeah. because it's hard, you know, with Madden, you know, to see every receiver and tight end, you know, who's open, you know, like and so some people have better, you know, skill at that, you know, I. I'm not that great at that, you know. Three reads is the most I go. Usually yeah. two reads. Yeah. And then that NFL players, a lot of them are like that. Michael Vick in Atlanta was a one read guy. That guy in open, I'm running. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Say that, that uh, he relied on, on his athleticism more than uh, he didn't. He wasn't a student of the game because he yeah. knew that he was so gifted uh, physically that he, he relied on on his legs and. Uh, his quickness, yes. Yeah, he ran a four, like a a four two three or four two five forty, and he said he had McDonald's the day before that or that morning, and he said he hadn't practiced or nothing, not, not work, not trained for it or anything. I mean, he's working, probably lifting some weights, throwing the football, but he hadn't been running or trying to prepare to run the board. And he had a cannon, a cannon arm. Oh yeah, he threw a forty yard pass on his knees. On his knees. Yeah, he he fell down. You know, he's trying to run. And then on his knees, and he, you could YouTube it. Michael Vick, forty yard pass on his knees. He threw yeah. it, and he completed. <laughs> it was yeah. He had a missile. It, it was just his problem reading the defense and his pocket presence. And then Andy Reid got it. And in 2010, he was damn near MVP. And then his numbers kind of uh, fizzled out near the end. No, I mean, they were skyrocketing. He had seven touchdowns against the Redskins, remember? That game always pops up. Monday yeah, night. the first play of, yeah, Monday Night Football, Gruden's like – and Gruden called. He said, don't don't be surprised if we see a bootleg to his left, you know, because he loves to roll left. He's left-handed, yeah. you know, and uh, because if when you play, you roll right with your right-handed quarter. But anyways, first play of the game is that and then uh, that 70 – Seven yards to uh, Deshaun Jackson. I remember. Yeah, I know. I watched that and I was like, "Let's go!" Yeah, what's that game like? Yeah, I was like screaming. I was like, "Let's go!" And then so he threw, he threw uh, five touchdowns and he ran two in. Amazing. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, just on touchdowns. That's 42 fantasy points. <laughs> oh, no, wait. Only four points for throwing touchdowns, which is so dumb, right? Uh, so 20. Just four? That's uh, 30, 32 fantasy points on touchdowns. But then you got to count the yards and all that, too. And uh, Romo got a lot of money because SPN wanted yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah he got like like fourteen or fifteen million a year. That's crazy to be an announcer. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's the most money ever, probably for an announcer. Yeah, I think what is really strange didn't SPN realize that uh, Witten and uh, Booger were really bad before they gave them the the job? Didn't have like an an audition. Something. Let's try to see if you are good enough. Do you know what I mean? Like, like Talking about you said Booger. Yeah, Booger and Witten too. Because I Witten, think, uh, I think they, they either one or two things. It's just me guessing, but I'm a very good guesser. Uh, one, either they're just too big of a company, and they just thought don't you know they're not giving it that much effort. Or two, they saw him rehearse, and they said it's pretty good. And someone said they'll only get better, you know, as they practice. Uh-huh. You know, like we're getting a rhythm with uh, each other. Yes. And yeah. and they didn't get in a rhythm. And then they said, you know what? Let's put him in like a spaceship type thing and move him all over the field and let Booger <laughs> be Booger. <you> know? <laughs> let him drop his Boogerisms from up there in front of the crowd, <laughs> so they could boo him right to his face almost. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> how did they come up with that idea? Amazing. Yeah, they got him in that contraption like a tilter world and <laughs> it did, didn't it move around and stuff? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he's Tarantino directing once upon a time. I saw him the back of this the you know, the behind the scenes. <laughs> he's like he's up on one of those things like spinning around. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Uh, I told you I really like these vitamins I got, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, yeah, they didn't get any chemistry going. That's for certain. Uh, so yeah, they have the worst announcers. It's the worst night of the week because you just went back to work, and yeah. the average man is tired because you know it's his first day back from the weekend. He probably. Stayed up late in the weekend, so he's only got on like five, six hours sleep. And then uh, Monday, got work left over from Friday. Now I got to come home and like, oh, well, at least there's football on. But then you got to hear Booger tell you that it's uh, <laughs> it's a uh, third and 12, and they're probably going to throw throw it here. You're cute. <laughs> I know. I was a stand-up comedian in my other life. but uh, I see that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know I'm a time traveler. I haven't told you that either. Yeah, we got to talk about that one day. I'm a time traveler because, hey, like, a lot, a lot of things I feel like I've done already. Like, oh. it's not just deja vu. It's like a lot of things. Such as I don't know, just a lot of things. Like, I just conversations with people, like situations, buying things, or. Uh, Super interesting. Text, text with another person feels like we. I've already did this before. Like, 
it, what sets me off is keywords. Like I'll be like, it just, and then it seems like I, I say to myself, I go, I've done this before already. So I guess you could say it's a deja vu, but it's a hell of a lot of deja vu. But uh, I dream about something, and then the day, uh, uh, when I wake up after a few hours, it actually happens. It's unbelievable. I used to dream when I was a kid that like relatives, but this, to be fair, it's like saying this is like saying I've, I'm three and zero in fist fights, and how much do they weigh? Okay, all guys were under 120 pounds, but no. The, I when I was a kid, I would dream like relatives would die and then they would die. But like what I just said, they were like in their eighties. You know what I mean? Late seventies or eighties or something. After, but, after, uh, how long after you dreamt about that they actually died, more or less? Uh, well, I can't remember exactly, but it wasn't like the next day or anything. It was like uh, I told my mom that I dreamed her, my step-grandpa, but I never had a real grandpa, really. I, they're still grandpas, you know, it was the whole life, you know. But, uh, well, this one died when I was 12. But I'd say about 10 or 11, about a year before, I had a dream that died. And I told my mom about it because, you know, me, I just talk too much and – then he uh, died, and then I did it with another one, and then the third time, I thought I did it again, and I was just, like, wasn't right, or it happened, like, five years later, you know? Like, so, so some things I, because uh, I told Lynn after the last pregnancy, I felt good about it, so she knows I got that, uh, that good intuition, you know, like, uh, I said, I feel good about this one, and I got a good feeling about it. And then, yeah, yeah, another miscarriage, yeah. So, but, but yeah, so I'm off. I'm not, a, if I was 100% right, I'd be uh, like a fortune teller in Hollywood or Vegas or something. Yeah. But, yeah, I've had some weird circumstances, and then, uh, yeah, I'm a good guesser and got some good intuition. That's my, yeah. Uh, I guess my uh, weird skills, I guess, if you will. Weird so, attribute. Come, you, you bet, uh, you bet money on the Browns if you got good intuitions. <laughs> if I'm a time traveler or I'm a good guesser. Yeah, but you bet money on the Browns. Why I'm you three times. Three times. <laughs> you didn't have. I told you, I'm serious with that team. And they're, they are them, basically them, because I only made like, I don't know how you want to do the Vegas bet, because there was like five or six parlays, but, uh, or teasers rather. But uh, I think I made less than 10 bets last year. And the only ones I lost were the Browns and then the New England getting stomped by the Ravens. Other than that, yeah. Oh, I was, I've won like six or seven out of, I won like six out of ten bets. I mean, just a guess. I didn't make that many bets. Yeah, I would say, uh, which games did I lose by them? You, I, mean, so the I, I didn't think they were going to beat the 49ers. I had 11 points, though. I thought they could lose by 10. Uh -huh. And then, uh, so I knew they were going to lose. 
and this was only five games into the season too. So they were the 49ers weren't the Super Bowl 49ers yet, you know. I think they were four and oh though. But eleven points is a lot in football, man. It's a ton. And I got extra points. They were only a six-point underdog, see? So I got the five-point teaser because I bet the over-under showing you how you can do a parlay or a teaser with only one game because you got two bets. Because most people hear parlay, what do you think? You think like five games, right? Like I can do a parlay with one game. Like, See, people lead didn't even know that until freaking November, and I've been doing that for 15 years. I go, what's yeah, he didn't know you could do a teaser in one game. He thought it had to be two games. I said, no, you just bet the over-under, the total score, and you just bet and, and then bet the spread, the point spread. And then, uh, but anyways, I go, wait, I got hockey ones I can show you too. <laughs> but uh, Bet on okay too? Yeah, I, have, I did a few for a couple of years. But uh, not many. I placed maybe like, seven or eight hockey bets in five years watching hockey. Are you good with Actually, the... I probably, I've probably only been watching hockey four years. I'm re- really new to hockey. Very casual. Yeah, me too. But they're, uh, I'm definitely watching the playoffs. You know? uh-huh. uh, oh, but the Browns? Yeah. The, they were facing the Broncos when I was in Vegas against a quarterback who's bounced around from like six teams and he's never started a game. And all the I didn't did it. There's no points. They just had to win. But the game was in Denver and Denver's a tough place to play. But still. And then uh, I had a lot of points for supporting honors. And I can't remember the other game. But. Yeah, plus uh, a terrible offensive line against uh, an amazing defense. It's. Um, yeah, it's not very good. I don't know, Denver. But Denver got better later. In the season. That was later in the season, like, right? Yeah, November, yeah. Oh, no, that was a bad one. That killed uh, – that and the Patriots game killed Lee's parlays. He didn't win any of his parlays or teasers. And I won uh, three out of five from mine. But the only ones I lost was – I lost one that had the Browns and I lost one that had the Patriots. Yeah, yeah, I remember. That. But he had Patriots on like four or five of his, so it really, and it was the only one he needed to to win all of them, to win all his tickets. And I'm the one who told him immediately. I said, I like the Patriots, you know, minus two and a half. But then in the teaser, end up being getting two and a half points with them. So he got points, and but they weren't. I, I didn't analyze that too. They weren't at home. But at that point, the uh, Patriots were eight now. Yeah. So it wasn't. So you got the Patriots, and the Ravens got to win by three, and you got the Patriots. You got the Patriots, and the Ravens got to win by three. That's not the worst bet in the world, you know. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. I mean, but if you tell me in hindsight, oh, it's not in New England where they play way better. It's in Baltimore, and. Uh, Lamar they Jackson's going to be MVP. They, they played against terrible teams, so their record wasn't really indicative of a great team. If that game they, was in New England, I guarantee they lost. They, the Ravens lost. No, they would have they won anyway. 
not New England. I guarantee you they wouldn't have. It's you ought to look up their record at home. That's ridiculous. His yeah. playoff record, his playoff record in New England is like like thirty five wins and like six losses or yeah, something. Last year they had no offense. I yeah, I know they- it was it was well, and Edelman was playing with all those injuries, and then they had no speed, no one stretched the field. Yeah, everyone's gonna everyone's playing the short pass, right? Samu was playing with a piano on his shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I, he's, I knew that wasn't going to work out. Or I just thought he'd had some limited role. But he had a super limited role. Yeah, super limited. I agree. Well, we haven't did any music. Yeah, we, we, can, do, we can do it next time. No problem. <laughs> what you well, think? I already told you, Mike. Well, I save it for the next one. But, uh, yeah, my earliest, easiest start for me is because, you know, my mom said, uh, you know, what really got me in the bathtub was when she put on the Elvis records, you know, like actual album. Remember, but we can so, we can do music now if we want, no problem. Uh, I mean, if we now we do it, like you said another time, and then. But I will say, yeah, the who was it that said listening to Elvis was like breaking out of jail? I think it was either Bob Dylan or Bruce Springsteen. Uh-huh. I think it was Bob Dylan. Uh-huh. And then I know John Lennon, the Beatles said before Elvis there was nothing, which is true because he was the first big rock star, you know, like yeah, pop star, rock star, like. Uh, you know, on top of the world of music as a solo person, one person, you know, and, and nation, you know, not nationwide, internationally, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but anyways, for me, like that breaking out of jail moment was when I heard "Break On Through" by The Doors. I was like nine years old, you know. I was like, wow. I was like. This is way better than this was like 1967, you know. Or this is way better than anything we got in the freaking. Uh, I think that was like 1990 or 91. I go, but this is way better than the 80s. Anything in the 80s, and because uh, yeah, you know, I'm not an 80s fan, except for except for you two, Guns and Roses, and uh, some Def Leppard. I just Ooh, didn't like it. I, me. <laughs> what's that? You're cutting out again. Put some sugar on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shotgun. <laughs> yeah. I know. When you listen to it now, it's so much uh, dubbing in the studio. It's uh, uh, just to their voices to make them sound super perfect, you know, like yeah. the echo or the rasp added to it or the, like, I don't know it's just too that's why I always like live music because it's raw and it, yeah, it is. I like when they change the lyrics or they mess up a little bit it makes I just love the rawness of it you know? I do it's I just uh, almost all, and then I almost always like an acoustic version of song over a rock or something too almost yeah. always I like acoustic versions, yeah. Yeah. But I like the the 
not always, because sometimes the more powerful version is better. It's not like oh, every yeah. song oh, yeah. is a ballad, but I like acoustic songs, yes. Yeah, except for, uh, yeah, there's a few. Uh, I, one, I'd say the song I'm conflicted the most on this is uh, Mayonnaise by Smashing Pumpkins. Because I love the get electric guitar in that song. It's a slow song, you know? Uh-huh. Slow song. It's kind of like, I guess it's maybe a power ballad. It's slow and then has the big chorus, you know, or the big. But it sounds really good acoustic, too. And, but in some songs you got to hear the electric guitar, you know? Yeah, exactly. Do you like Smashing Pumpkins? Smashing Pumpkins? Oh, yeah. I. I kind of don't like them as, you know, as their last few records, you know, as much. But yeah, I mean, they're new. They're stuff in the 90s, yeah. See, well, I guess we got practice for the music one. Yeah, exactly. It's a practice, practice session. Yeah, I could go uh, a long time talking music. I mean, because I love it all, you know, except for country and 80s you know for the most part you like jets i do i think it's i don't really listen to it but i i definitely see why people like the jazz club or put it on it's kind of relaxing to me some kind of jazz jazz is relaxing to me too i agree not everything not when they start to yeah, yeah, and country. You know, I like ballads regardless of any style. I'm about a huge ballad guy, and uh, so I, I like some country ballads. But yeah, I don't like any, you know, uppity country music where it's trying to. And then the pop country is just oh, I'm get a, I'm starting to get a migraine. Just thinking about it, it's absolute garbage. I mean, there better be some deep meaning in the lyrics because that's the popular thing now, you know. Will you hear me? Yeah. 